0: Go, coach.
1: Let's talk about the real reason that you don't have what you want from life.
0: <laughs> Radio <laughs> voice.
1: <laughs> this is Coach Greg McNeil from Coach's Corner and Soar and
0: Sherry Wilson, genius communication, all around funny person. I'm still to yours, coach. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You didn't
1: there, say you, it. there you go. There you go. Absolutely. Um, so,
0: I, you know that. Okay. So we've you know, just finished up our, our second coaching intensive, or our second, like one of our clients said, 62 weeks, which it was not 62 weeks. Yeah. But we did finish up our first, our inaugural coaching intensive in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do have plans taking it uh, online as mm-hmm. well as continuing our in-person work. So that will be coming in the near future. Show notes will have some information about that. But one of, I think, my favorite topics that we have discussed throughout the coaching intensive is that very first statement you made. Mm -hmm. So dive into it a little bit, Coach, because this is where, number one, truth confronts BS. And number two, Gandalf and Yoda are in the house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that becomes really important in our work is a desire to help you, the individual, ourselves personally, To have what we want from life. And a part of that is to have a clear picture of what that is so you can pursue it. But on the flip side of that, when we're working with the client and they're not really sure, you know, or what we hear is that things haven't worked out for them, that they're not getting the things that they want from life. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk about why that is. What types of things are you doing that may preclude you from having what you want from life? Yeah. So one of those could be you don't have a real clear picture of what you want. And when we say a real clear picture, we're talking about a picture that inspires conviction. Mm, Right? That's good. Yeah. You know, so you want to make sure that when you see that picture in your mind that you know that you're willing to do whatever is required of you to make that happen.
0: And that can be a factor. That's one thing that, you know, because like um, when we finished up this morning, one of our uh, students, you know, said, I hope you guys have learned things and gotten good things. And it's like, absolutely, we have. And one of the things we learned is sometimes people will create a picture of what they think they want, but it's actually impositions, which we talked about in the last podcast. Right. It's impositions people have put on them. And so a, a, um, I guess you could say maybe like a grading report of mm-hmm. your, what you really want is probably tied to your willingness to learn and your willingness to change. That desire will be there and you're willing to do whatever it takes.
1: That's exactly right. And so I want to speak on the imposition piece. So if you do not create a clear picture in your mind about what it is that you want, mm-hmm. then you will be working on the dreams or the picture that somebody else paints for you. Yeah. Right? So now we're talking to imposition. So um there are many people who want to go to medical school every year, but one of the reasons why Students will flame out of medical school will have nothing to do with their inability to deal with the rigors of the education. Right. But what they find out is they're pursuing a dream that belongs to someone else. Mm. It's not theirs. Mm-hmm. So when the rubber hits the road, as we say, and the grind, the actual grind of what it takes for you to fulfill that particular requirement, you find that you're not in harmony with it. And so you have to quit. To the outside, it looked like you just quit. You dropped out of medical school. Right. But what you really find is that a person was Going down a path of life that they were not in harmony with. So whether they would have completed the education or not, and they became a doctor, they still would not have had what they wanted from life because they pursued a goal that was really not originating within themselves, but it was externally driven or imposed upon that person.
0: That's a really good statement to make sure you're not pursuing somebody else's dream. Yes uh, and I think that can apply you know to all aspects of life because we're about healing business healing community a healthy community has healthy relationships healthy goals healthy interactions healthy staff members all of that and it but it always begins with you you're always the you are here that's right and um, I, I think that another imposition even though that's not necessarily what this podcast is about again but it's relevant, is in positions that cer- certain cultures can put on you. Mm-hmm. So when you said that, I instantly thought of this man. Uh, he's one of my favorite. He's a business owner. He makes like a thousand an hour, Coach, mm-hmm. business yeah. consulting. Oh,
1: there you go. And
0: actually doing what we do.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: He makes a thousand an hour.
1: Ring the phones, everybody. Ring <laughs> the phones.
0: <laughs> and um, But he, he started off in business, in his family business, in Babylon, New York. And, uh, and so he, he, you know, enjoyed it, but, and and I'm going to, I'm going to go there again. You You just count on me coach to go where no one else necessarily wants to go. And that is in religion. And so he was working in Babylon, New York. He was good at what he did, uh, definitely gifted, but then he became a Christian. And so one of the mindsets that's in that group is that you're not a legitimate minister you're not a legitimate you know even sometimes christian if you're in the business world or you're a business owner Mm -hmm. so you're almost like second class now i'm working very hard to change that because it's crap Mm -hmm. that whole idea is bogus so anyway what he does is he takes that imposition on himself and i can't tell you how many people have said i just feel like i need to sell my business and go into ministry what do you mean? You need to go into ministry? You're already in ministry. It's service. That's all that word means mm-hmm. is service. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, he quits. He becomes a pastor. Miserable, mm-hmm. miserable. Mm-hmm. And he kept finding himself being pulled like Mr. Magoo, you know, the blind guy. The mm-hmm. you know, he kept finding himself being pulled into these like governmental and business situations. Mm-hmm. So finally. After, like, I think two years of being a pastor and hating it, he's like, I don't like this. And he heard, like, this whisper on the inside of him, I never told you to do this. Get back into the business world. Mm -hmm. And he did. And he's extremely successful. He is able to interact in both worlds with very effective ways and ideas, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that too can be an imposition of whether society tells you what a mother looks like, a wife looks like, a husband looks like, a, a Christian looks like, a Buddhist looks like. It doesn't matter. People will try to put on you impositions. And you always have to be fighting against those to stay true to what you really want.
1: Yeah, so when we plant a garden... And let's say you plant roses or you just plant a little bit of corn in your home garden in Mm -hmm. your backyard one of the things that you'll notice is the growth occurs even though you don't see it Mm. and then suddenly you start to see a little shoot break the surface and then the next thing you know a few weeks later now it's six inches tall now it's a bush now it's a corn stalk or a few rows of corn one of the things that you find is that there is always some type of effort that's required to achieve whatever the outcome right, is. Right. And as you notice the plant is growing, the plant is dealing with a type of resistance, right? Which we could call an imposition. It could be the things procrastination. that- Procrastination. It could be all of those things that can threaten to derail your growth in some area. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you want, then you realize your your success is assured. So in terms of your garden, you look out your back window and you're happy because you've got this great corn growing or you have these wonderful rose bushes growing. But those are the result of the consistency of the vision of mm-hmm. the steady work that's required to achieve what you want, or in this case here, we're going to grow this beautiful plant or this vegetable for food to the, to the best that we can so that we can make some use of it intangibly or otherwise, right? Yeah. Now, when we're talking about the real reasons that you don't have what you want, one of the first things you have to do is to look at, one, your vision And your commitment right are you committed to doing everything that is required of you so that you can fulfill your vision this also means looking at things in your relationship there are some people who their goal is to have a fantastic relationship well if that's the case what are you willing to do The first relationship is the one that we have with ourselves. Once we know who we are and what we want, now we're looking for someone that's compatible to us. Why is that important? Because if you don't have the right partnership, you don't have the right business relationship, right? Because that partner is a part of your dream as well too if you're selecting him or her. So when you start to ask yourself, What is it that I want and what am I willing to do? You have to look at the breadth of all of those activities, those relationships, those experiences, those circumstances that you have in your life and you have to make sure that they are fitting for you, that they're giving you what you want. If they're not doing that, you have to shelve those things right away. Don't waste another moment on those things and pursue immediately those things that represent the desires of your heart
0: that's true uh, and I I want the listener to pause for a second and I mean you can keep the podcast going but I want you to pause and look around your environment where you're listening or if you're not in that environment do this when you get there and I want you to uh, look and consider the books you have on the shelf the uh, seminars and courses you've taken, the maybe coaches you've hired, the uh, online courses you've taken. When you look at the sum total of those things, you can usually get a theme. You can get a theme out of it. You know, like you may have an interest that you were pursuing for a while, um, you may have an area of personal development you're pursuing, or an area of business development. But here's the question. Out of all of the books, the seminars, and everything you've gone through, and we ask this all the time, are you in the same place that you were a year ago? Five years ago? Ten years ago? Because, Coach, I feel that sometimes we replace uh, actual um, action. I know that sounds kind of weird, but we replace action with always learning but never coming to the truth. It's like Mm -hmm. we, we, Mm -hmm. we feel... That in the process of pursuing a particular idea that we're accomplishing something and most people stop uh, applying anything whatsoever the minute they close the book, the minute they finish the course, the minute they, you know, end the podcast, people will collect podcasts even. And I remember that one time I heard a lady say, she said, do not listen to another one of my podcasts until you apply what you have learned so far.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so it, you have to put money where your mouth is. The mm-hmm. rubber has mm-hmm. to meet the road.
1: Absolutely. Skin
0: in the game, however you want to say it, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> if you are not willing to apply what you are learning, then you just have information. Mm-hmm. And so there is this misunderstanding that knowledge is power. <clears throat> well, Knowledge that has a definite use is is powerful. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just have a bunch of information in your head. So it would do me no good to have a volume library on information related to health and wellness if it did not manifest in the life that I live. Yeah. Right. So who cares what I know if. It's not a life that I live. There's no application for it. And so this becomes very important. So yes, you want to sign up for this podcast, this class. You want to learn more things. But before you do that, you want to ask yourself, what do I really want for my life? And what do I want to do with it? Right? Because you may not need another job. You just might need to be more efficient and saving the money that you have. Right? Right. Or if you do need another job, what is the purpose of having that job, yeah. right? What do you want to do with it? Yeah. Because we hear this so many times, especially with people who would be employees, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they change one environment for the other, and yet they recognize they're still dealing with the same dynamics. Yes. Okay, well, if you don't like that, what do you want? Where do you see yourself, right? And what are you willing to do to get there? Because again... If you don't have what you want from your life, you have to ask yourself why that is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What have you not committed to doing? Yes. So that you can make that happen. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. When you look at everything, like entrepreneurs in particular. So entrepreneurs, government leaders, they are successful because they had a vision. And right. I like how you said consistent vision. So mm-hmm. they had a consistent vision. They were willing to put into action what they saw because right. they were willing to learn and willing to change. That's it was right. a 10 and a 10. That's right. Because if you're successful, you're a 10 and a 10.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And so they, were, they, they did the things they needed to do, and they had this successful business. It is the same principle in all aspects of life
1: that's right i
0: tell people you do what is priority don't give me this crap now this is a bs meets (laughs) truth moment in case you're wondering that you're too busy exactly you know that you made an appointment and so you you know miss this one now sometimes we have appointments that we have to keep but there's a person in particular that for four weeks now, there's always been something to come up at a certain time. Yeah. So now you're trying to BS me. Yeah. And when people do that, it's almost like coach, like a predator, like a cat sees a, a mouse <laughs> and they have to play with it a little bit before they put it out their misery. It's it literally triggers that in me. So I have to be careful with that. But anyway, it's like, you need to be real. So, uh, and it can be life or death. I was mm-hmm. talking to a guy that has had you know, mental illness issues. I actually gave him your number, so okay. I don't know if he's called you. But, um, and I said, you know, I think what's happening here is beyond my expertise. Everybody I mentor or coach, they know I don't have all the letters after my name. You always mm-hmm. make that plain. This man can help you. He specializes in this stuff. And, uh, Thank you. I said, but here's the thing you need to understand. I asked him, I said, why do you go to work every day if you have a rough time getting up, even eating, things like that, because you're so depressed and anxious? He said, well, I have to. Why? Well, I have to pay my bills. And I said, okay, so you need to approach what I'm telling you to do, which will give you what you want, just like you have to get up and go to work. You don't really want it if you're not willing to do what it takes, just like you get up and go to work. And you know what I was met with coach crickets. Yeah. And I just let them sit there. That's right. And I just sat there.
1: Yeah. I'm a fisherman and I hunt. Uh-huh. right? So I'm comfortable with the silence. Yes. right? <laughs> and then finally he
0: said, okay, I see what you're saying. That's right. So you have to apply the same principle that you get up every morning and go to work. You know, at first it's like your brain is going to resist and it's going to fight you. Your subconscious can be like, wait, this is not the message I've received. That's why it's so important to know what you really want. Because if you know what you really want, you'll do it. If you don't really want it, then you won't. And so look at your life, ask yourself, what have I been saying I really want that I don't have? And then ask yourself, do I really want it? Because if so, I would have been doing certain things. Am I correct, Coach? Yes.
1: mm. You know, it's like, that's smoking. But but it really is true. And here is another extraordinary fact for the listener. It is impossible. Mm. I'm going to say this again. It is impossible for you not to have what you want. Right. Our biology is built, designed to give you exactly what you focus on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I used an analogy earlier. I talked about having like a rose bush or having growing corn. Right. But there's this idea of harvesting. Yes. Reaping what, what you, you sow, sow. Right. So mm. we, we can... It's about
0: to go up another notch, coach.
1: <laughs> yeah. So even though we can stay away from certain paradigms, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the, the universal fact, which is... You get what you were thinking about. Yes. So when Sherry says, look around your room, look at your bookcases, look at the information that you allow yourself to be engaged in, what we would call your mental and emotional daily diet. Yeah. That information that you consume routinely is what helps you to manifest the things that you're looking at around in your room, your relationships with your partners, with your children, with your family, with your employees, with your community, right? You get what you were thinking about, what you focused on. So if there's something in your life and you say, I want this and I don't have it. Now you enter the area of truth because if you really want it, you will focus on it. You'll change your behavior, starting with the way that you think about things. Yeah. And you'll suddenly realize that the thing that you say you wanted is in your life. The timing of it depends solely on the intensity of your effort and your consistency in bringing that into your life.
0: So let's go a little bit deeper on the, the thought thing. Because you know one of the things that you've said repeatedly, probably in our podcast, but also in our coaching intensive um, is that you You don't fail. You get 100% what you think all the time. Dominant thoughts, you get it 100%. And I'll never forget, you said one time that depression is fed, anxiety is fed, you have to feed those things. And that really mm-hmm. just knocked me upside the head, like, man, that's truth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when you think about, like, people that are negative thinkers, Mm -hmm. and they have negative things in their lives. They may say, well, I don't want those negative things, right? Mm -hmm. But they're thinking about them all the time, so what's up with that?
1: Yeah, you heard me say that this morning, right? The thing you say you don't want is the thing that you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. So let's stop hiding and just recognize that You're thinking about the thing you don't want because it's in your life so consistently. So you have to be willing to change something between your thinking and what you're manifesting or experiencing in your life. And you have to be willing to meet those areas in your thinking that are allowing the situation to persist. So when I made the statement that it's impossible for you to fail... People were looking at me like, what the hell is this guy talking yeah, about? Yeah, I
0: fell before. You, <laughs> you know, know? And
1: it's like, yeah, you hear that all the time. Well, that I did this and I did that. No, 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 this is not what we're saying. What we're saying is you get what you think about. Yep. What your mind focuses on, focuses on is what you manifest in your life. So you are talking about some event that you participated in and you didn't do well. Well, the first thing you have to do before you pronounce failure on yourself is to look at your preparation. What was your mental state before you entered into this situation? Relationship, any area of your life that you can experience is going to all fall under that. You don't fail. You never do because the brain is set up to give you exactly what you need to survive. And what you've told yourself you need to survive are the experiences that are in your life and those resultant outcomes. Now, whether you like that or not is not the question. The question is, this is what you gave birth to, right? Yes. If you want to give birth to another idea... And another experience then you have to put those practices in place so you can do just that but when you look at that man or that woman that you within your relationship you look at that job that you have that's not supporting you the way that you uh, want or any other experience in your life when you look at it look at it with a renewed vision mm-hmm. that you manifested what you have mm-hmm. and then you can begin again
0: You know, uh, I had to come to terms because anything that we talk about, we do. We live. It's not like we're, you know, talking at you. It's like actual experiences ourselves. And so just in the last few days, I was, you know, pondering that question that you get what you really want. So don't Mm -hmm. give BS that you don't have time or all that. So I was sitting there and I was thinking about a particular aspect in my life that has a relationship tied to it. And I was like, you know what, Sherry? You have been BSing yourself and telling yourself that you really want this. Yeah, you've not taken any significant steps toward mm-hmm. that particular goal, so you really don't want it. So, what are you going to do about it? You know. And I was like, "Well, all right, I'm, I better <laughs> take some action." And so I took some significant action because number one, uh, it's important that I'm real with myself. I right. hate fake. Mm-hmm. But also, there's another uh, person involved, and so I need to make sure that relationship is healthy. Again, healthy community is from healthy relationships. Well, you know, here is a thing that um, I had an idea that could maybe apply to community. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to this guy uh, on Fox News. You know, it's no shock. You know, I'm obviously a conservative. And his name's Tucker, <laughs> his name's Tucker Carlson. I like him because he's very real. But anyway, he went over to one of these countries. I don't know if it was Romania or um, Hungary. Uh, it was one of those. And he was shocked by the beauty. You know, like America is beautiful. Her landscape and stuff, like any other country. Some areas better than others, based on your preference. But what he noticed in this country, there wasn't a single piece of trash on the ground. The architecture was just fabulous; like you could tell thought and care went into the design of the cities, mm-hmm. what they looked like. And so he was talking to you know, the the people there at this event. And he said, "I'm just, I'm floored. I'm floored at the care that's gone into your city." So anyway, I don't know if you saw the, you know, the. Uh, huh? fa-
1: Probably not. I'm, the, I'm not a TV so person. So I
0: go to train with Coach Greg because he has you know kettlebell training too. And I watch this couple drive up in their pickup. Uh, in the parking lot.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
0: And I'm waiting for Coach, you know, so I'm just kind of like looking around, listening to my 80s song list that's not really 80s. It's like all kinds of genres. But anyway, (laughs) and I'm I'm watching this lady, and she's like digging around in her pickup. And I'm like, man, she sure is digging around for a long time. What is she doing, you know? I thought maybe she's trying to find a mask. And so she finally gets done, and she was digging around to literally throw trash on the ground. And I was all, huh! and I'm like, I'm like, what the? And I, I didn't know what to do. Then I'm mad. So I tell Coach, "You're not gonna believe what this lady did." He said, "Well, you want to take a picture? You're right." So I go out there and I get a picture. And I thought I had gotten the license plate too. I, I didn't get it anyway. So I put it on Facebook, and. I actually got more flack from people like, that's so mean, are you taking a picture or someone littering? You know, they probably didn't mean to. No, they actually meant to. I mean, I got a lot of crap from that, but I don't mind that. I I had a lot of fun with it. But anyway, I started thinking about, and this is the reason I posted it, when our military come here, because we have the special ops space, one of their complaints, uh, other than uh, schooling, that we would need to get our schools in a different uh, area, but... Uh, is how trashy our city is. Mm -hmm. And not the people trash. It's people throwing trash all over the place. That is not having a vision consistent with people who love this city want.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: And it'd be awesome if our community leaders worked to impart vision on what we want Clovis to be for others. Mm -hmm. Because here's the deal. You may think it's just littering. But what it is, is the government can shut a base down in minutes. We've seen that in Afghanistan. That's right. And wouldn't it be terrible if our community is negatively impacted by things that we can control and change? And so this idea That's that powerful, we're sharing with mm-hmm. you know our audience, it's not just for you. It's for communities. It's for um states it's for countries it's having that vision that makes life better for everybody else and uh, so it is it's like what do you really want as a community don't give lip service don't just pick up trash one day a year you know and i've got some plans to address it myself Mm -hmm. but the idea is let's make life better for everybody starting with ourselves and our communities
1: Oh, wow, that's powerful. So I just want to say this, and I think I'm going to be done because that's a great example. So it's funny because littering, right? So I'm going to take littering and do something else with it, right? So the person takes litter, trash out of their vehicle, and they throw it on the ground. Okay, well, some people can say, oh, they didn't mean to. It was a mistake. Well, you could do the same thing with a thought. Yes, and the behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. You can
1: litter. Mm-hmm. You cannot take care of your responsibility in this case with your thought. Yeah. Put it in the right perspective before it's delivered to or other, other people. Other people
0: litter in your thought and you have to pick that up and throw it away.
1: Exactly. So again, when you look at what we're saying is, why don't you have what you really want in your life? You really have to look at your life at its entirety. What do you have around you? Do you litter, literally? Do Mm -hmm. you throw out trash? This could be emotional, psychological stuff, behavioral things, Mm -hmm. right? How do you manage your money as it relates to you personally, your family, your community, right? Everything that we say we want from life is in our ability to obtain it, right? But again, it has to come with commitment Commitment comes with the form of self discipline. Yeah. Right? And if you have commitment and self discipline, then you're going to have joy in your life. Yeah. Because that means that you are manifesting the harvest that you truly desire to bring forth.
0: And make an effort to make the things in your thoughts and around you beautiful. That's right. You know, now, coach, just so you know, this lady, I'm not going to let this go literally dug around to throw it on the ground you know yeah and so that to me if you could take the effort to do something dishonoring you can make the effort to go to the trash can that was about three yards away that's what we're saying here yes you've got to put effort into change that's you know right. the art of self-change is look at it this way you're putting just as much effort to think negatively As you can to think positively. But one's a habit and feels effortless. So to transform, it's going to take a little bit of effort. Like that post that one of our students, he sent us um, this in our, our class this morning. So good. It says, there's no growth in your comfort zone and no comfort in your growth zone. If you're willing to push past being uncomfortable, you can have everything you want, but it's going to take action and effort.
1: Absolutely. I think that's perfect.
0: Mic drop, coach. (laughs) Boom. (laughs)